The face of misery can often be described as none other than Edgar Allan Poe. So often, his likenesses and works are related to goth characters on television or the everyday person who feels different from the world around them. Have you ever wondered what was so significant in Poe's life to cause not only a great deal of mental diagnoses, but some of the most beautifully sorrowful works ever created? We're going to take a stroll through the misery of Edgar Allan Poe and his life, starting when he was born all the way until his untimely and mysterious death. Join me in the year 1809 as we discuss and dissect this disturbed yet infamous man of mystery. This is Mental History. Thanks for listening. hundreds America. The world looked a bit different than it does now, to say the least. Lewis and Clark began their expedition to map the northwest United States. President Thomas Jefferson signed the Act Prohibiting Importation of Slaves of 1807, and the U.S. Library of Congress was founded. Amidst this time of exploration and change for America, Actor David Poe Jr. and actress Elizabeth Arnold Poe gave birth to a baby boy named Edgar. Both were living in Boston, Massachusetts at the time, but their jobs as traveling actors had them always on the move. By the time Edgar had turned two, both his mother and father had passed away. His father died a few months prior to his mother, who passed during a stay in Richmond, Virginia, after what is presumed to be a battle with tuberculosis. She was surrounded by her children and was just 24 years old. By 1800 standards, she led a fairly successful and happy life. David, on the other hand, abandoned his family shortly before he passed. Once his mother passed away, Poe was sent to live with John Allen. It's said that Allen was potentially his godfather and that his wife took Poe in into their childless home. By 1815, he was taken to Scotland and England to pursue a classical education. This was continued when he returned home to Richmond, Virginia. In 1826, he attended the University of Virginia. However, there was something sinister leaking beneath the surface of the artist. Besides the early death of his mother, Edgar Allan Poe was said to have numerous issues regarding depression. As we now have come to learn, depression can manifest in different ways throughout a person's life. For Poe, this was shown in his early demeanor, where he was searching for something, anything, to fill a void that he knew was there. What he needed to feel complete, though, he was hoping was love. In fact, sometime between July 1825 and February of 1827, with the exact date being unknown, Poe secretly became engaged to Elmira Royster. Their engagement did not last, however, because Elmira's father disapproved of Poe and encouraged her to marry someone else. Elmira married Alexander Shelton and broke off the engagement to Poe, although Poe did not find out that Elmira was married until he returned to Virginia. By the time he was 17, Poe had begun a damaging gambling addiction that worsened with alcoholism. 
It is suspected that Poe's alcohol use stemmed from social or general anxiety. However, as we know, it was much less likely to receive a diagnosis, let alone proper treatment for mental health disorders in the 1800s. Once word of his alcohol abuse traveled back to his adopted father, support was cut and financially Poe was on his own. This ultimately caused him to drop out of university and enlist in the military for the next two years. Poe's adopted mother also passed away due to tuberculosis in 1829. This was yet another devastating blow to a young Edgar who was just 20 years old at the time. Losing three parents in such a short life would be traumatizing for anyone, and unfortunately, this is the only beginning of his mental health struggles and battle with fate. It was during this time of his life that Poe turned to writing. His first book of poetry, Tamerlane and Other Poems, was published. This was a short collection of poems written by Poe, and there is believed to only be 12 copies to exist in the modern day. His second collection, simply titled Poems, was released while he was in the service, but was not received well by readers. In 1831, Poe was discharged from West Point, the military academy he was attending, due to, quote, extreme dereliction of duty. By the age of 22, Poe had been battling with addiction, loss, and failure. Still searching for some place or someone to call home, Poe moved to Baltimore with his relatives, including his Aunt Maria and cousin Virginia, who we went on to marry in 1836, when she was just 13 and he was 27. 1833 brought some comfort to Poe, and he was able to focus on his writing, honing his skills and spewing his feelings onto paper. In 1833, M.S. founded a bottle, a short story by Poe, won a literary prize. His story was also published in Baltimore's Sunday Visitor Awards. This seems to be the launching point of Poe's professional life, and in 1835, the Southern Library Messenger published Poe's Han Fall, A Tale. Han Fall is considered to be one of the earliest examples of science fiction, and like many of his works, went on to inspire generations to come. After a quick break, we're going to discuss Poe's adult life, works, and tragedies that followed. Mental health isn't something to be taken lightly. That's why Own Your Stigma works with mental health advocates to break down barriers. For 15% off of your entire order, use code MENTALHISTORY, all one word, at checkout. OwnYourStigma.com, affiliate code MENTALHISTORY. To support the show, follow at Mental History Podcast on Instagram and check out my new book series in the show notes. The next few years were filled with Poe moving between editing jobs and focusing on his writing. Moving from Richmond to New York, Poe began working as an assistant editor for Burton's Gentleman's Magazine. During his time there, several of his works were published thanks to his connections. As life has it, Poe and the owner of Burton's had a falling out and he left yet another day job. Poe moved once again to Philadelphia. While there, he began to work for another magazine called Graham's American Monthly Magazine. While he was an editor for the company, he never stopped writing. 
His next story was published in 1841, The Murders in the Rue Morgue. This is highly regarded as the first ever example of the detective trope. Despite his hardships, Poe's writing was successful and paved the way for the detective stories we know today. Between 1842 and 1846 is when Poe published most of his best-known work. Some notable titles published in this time frame are The Mask of the Red Death, The Pit and the Pendulum, and The Telltale Heart. Arguably, his most famous story, The Raven, was also published during this time. Unfortunately, due to a lack of copyright protection laws, this did not mean Poe was a rich man. And this did not mean he was a happy man, either. Poe went to travel across the east coast of the United States, never staying in one place too long, similar to his parents. Binge drinking and gambling seemed to follow everywhere he went, and this only worsened when his wife Virginia was struck with the same deadly disease that he had lost both of his mothers to, tuberculosis. In Virginia's case, however, she had other ailments and illnesses that combined ended up taking her life in January of 1847. Poe did his best to stick by her side in the final months and did everything in his power to try and make her healthy again. Unfortunately, like much of life seemed to be, this was out of Poe's control. Once again, Poe turned to the art of writing to process his dark thoughts and feelings. Just 11 months after Virginia passed, he published Ulalume. Here is an excerpt read aloud by Dean Knight, Programs Coordinator of the Poe Museum. Ula Loom, a ballad. The skies, they were ashen and sober. The leaves, they were crisped and sere. The leaves, they were withering and sere. It was night in the lonesome October of my most immemorial year. It was hard by the dim lake of Ober, in the misty mid-region of Weir. It was down by the dank tarn of Ober, in the ghoul-haunted woodland of Weir. Here once, through an alley, titanic of cypress, I roamed with my soul. Of cypress, with psyche, my soul. These were days when my heart was volcanic, as the scoriac rivers that roll. As the lavas that restlessly roll their sulfurous currents down Yannick, in the ultimate climes of the pole that groan as they roll down Mount Yannick in the realms of the Boreal Pole. While drowning his sorrow with alcohol, as he often did, Poe found some solace in 1849 when he returned to Richmond and became engaged once again to Elmira Royster. She was a wealthy widow at this time in her life, and now there was nothing stopping Poe from being with her. When his life should have finally slowed down, Poe's fate made itself known. Mystery surrounds this portion of his life even more so than his younger years, and it was all put into motion on September 27, 1849, when Poe left for a work trip. This journey wasn't one that Poe was unfamiliar with. He was going to Philadelphia, New York, and back to Richmond. 
While this was partially a business trip to meet with a new client, Poe was stopping in New York to retrieve his belongings from Maria, Virginia's mother, so he could remain in Richmond with Elmira. On October 3, 1849, Edgar Allan Poe was found delirious and wearing someone else's clothes in a tavern in Baltimore. He was taken to a hospital due to his alarming physical and mental distress. Four days later, on October 7, 1849, after several days in the hospital, suffering from unknown ailments, Edgar Allan Poe died. Although there are many theories about his demise, the true cause of Poe's death has never been determined. Poe led a life riddled with tragedy that ended quickly and shrouded in mystery. This mystery, in my opinion, is one of history's biggest. It could have been liver complications from drinking or any number of illnesses that were floating around the East Coast in the 1840s. But we will never know exactly what ailment, if any, caused Poe to pass. There is also very little information on the incident on October 3rd, which initially put him in the hospital. Theories state that he was delirious and drunk, while other sources say he was actually sober. A published study that is linked in the show notes states, Poe suffered from recurrent depression, suggesting a bipolar disorder, as well as alcohol and drug abuse, which in fact led to his death from complications related to alcoholism. What we do know for sure is that although his life was filled with misery, he was able to channel those feelings into art. Dark art, but that doesn't mean it's not art all the same. I highly recommend checking out some of Poe's other works if you never have. While they're melodramatic to say the least, there are notes of mystery and romance in many of them, and others are simply wonderfully written stories. Thank you for listening. If you want to support the show, follow at Mental History Podcast on Instagram and wherever you listen to your podcast. Visit my Etsy shop and check out my new book series on mental health throughout the decades linked in the show notes.